I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the 62nd episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson and I've still got a cold, but I don't care because I'm going to be revitalised by some hot podcast chat. And that is what we're going to do over the course of this episode. Uh, last week, if you missed it, we had some brilliant conversations. The first one was with Chris Warburton and Danny Brocklehurst of Ecstasy, The Battle of Rave, which is a wonderful series from uh, BBC Sounds and BBC Five Live. Uh, then we had recommendations. Uh, the first one from Jazz from Black Girls Living. And the final one was Sangeeta Pillai from Masala Podcast. So go and have a listen to that. Uh, before we get into the main bulk of this show, we've got some exciting news. You may have seen it on our social media channels, but we, Pod Bible, have a brand new podcast series out now titled How to Make a Podcast. And it's exclusively available on Himalaya Learning. Now, as you may have guessed, it's a big series about uh, how to get into podcasting, coming up with concepts, uh, the commissioning process, what equipment to use, how to edit, uh, how to market and promote your podcast. And then uh, a nice little episode about the future of podcasting. There's loads of interesting information. And as I said, that is available exclusively on Himalaya Learning. Uh, Himalaya Learning, if you haven't heard of it, is an audio learning platform that provides an extensive library of courses straight to your ears from the world's greatest minds like Malcolm Gladwell, Tim Ferriss, Seth Godin, Linda Hill and many more. And we are delighted to say that our very own Scroobius Pip has been added to that lineup because he is hosting and uh, our series includes loads of expert contributions from podcast hosts, producers, commissioners, uh, production company bosses and little old me as well. So go and check it out. If you go to Himalaya.com forward slash pod, that's P-O-D, and enter the promo code pod at checkout, you can get the first 14 days free. Uh, that means that you can listen to as many episodes from the Himalaya Learning Platform as you like. Uh, we've got the trailer and the first episode there available to listen to free before you enter any codes. So you can go and check that out. And if you like the sound of it, you can enter the promo code POD at the checkout and uh, you will have 14 days to uh, cram in all the other episodes and uh, see what else you can enjoy. So that's Himalaya.com forward slash pod. Okay. Pretty exciting, eh? Hopefully you'll go and check that out. Let's move on to our first guest for this week's episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. And we've got a great guest. I really enjoyed talking to this one. Uh, it's Toby Rachel Akingbade from Yellow Cup Podcast. Right then, I am joined today by Toby from Yellow Cup Podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. And we were just saying shortly before recording that uh, the first time I became aware of uh, Yellow Cup Podcast was when we had Kalechi Okafor on yeah. from Say Your Mind and she recommended you. Yeah, I, I, so I, I listened. Yeah, did you to, hear that episode? I did hear that episode and I had no idea. So I listened to it about um, maybe last month. So I was catching up on episodes and I literally mm. screamed when I heard her mention me and I just thought the way she explained it was perfect. 
<laughs> cool. Well, I mean, I suppose we could just go and cut out that section and just play it again here. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would love to hear you sort mm-hmm. of talking all about the show. So yeah, it'd be great for you to let us know what the podcast is, what it's about, and maybe how it all started. Yeah. So Yellow Cup Podcast, which can be a mouthful for people, even for me when I'm introducing it, is a lifestyle and magazine podcast is the way I love to describe it. So I have, I do the podcast all by myself and I have in a guest every week. Um, During the pandemic, I did kind of do a few solo episodes because, I mean, the world was going through a crisis. Um, (laughs) Yeah, which is understandable. But um, yeah, so I usually have in a different set of guests like you would when you're um, reading a magazine. On a magazine, you would have a celebrity and then you would have maybe uh, a doctor and then maybe someone telling you how to get a mortgage, which is essentially what my podcast is. And it's just meant to be fun, you know, not holding anything back. And it's just meant to be organic conversations, even though I'm actually essentially interviewing my guest. So that's what it is. Yeah, Great. Sounds good. So do you record all these little bits separately and then pull them all together at the end no so it would be um each episode would be one conversation with that one guest opposed to like doing i, I, I see, feel like okay. i'm giving myself too much work to do that because um, <laughs> <laughs> i do have like a, a job as well another job that i'm doing and multiple other jobs as well but it, it is really just that one guest so i can focus on that one guest and then me and that guest we would then you know, we'll talk about what goes on in the week, even though I'm interviewing them about them and what Mm. they do or what they want to teach my listeners. Then we can go on a random tangent about what we saw in the news or what we saw on social media or what happened to us during that week. And it it should come across as a very organic um, conversation. Perfect. Yeah, I think um, I I do like the idea of the the kind of magazine shows where you have a little bit of music and then you cut to something else and then Mm -hmm. and then you have like some other sting and then you and then you go to another interview or something. But Yes, that is definitely a lot of work. And I think yeah. <laughs> sounds great in theory, but if you're trying to produce something every week, then, mm-hmm. uh, and especially when, you, when, you know, most podcasters do have uh, other jobs, yeah. um, it, it can be hard to do yeah. that. So why did you start the podcast? Were you a big podcast fan beforehand? Oh, 100%. Absolutely obsessive podcast. Um, I The first, and I feel like a lot of people say this, especially on this show, but the first podcast I really listened to and got um, into was Serial. And until this day, I just, I need to know mm-hmm. what happened to Adnan. Like, I'm still obsessed with him. So like my <laughs> introduction to podcasting was really through that story, um, story setting. And I had, when I was in university, I studied, um, I studied, media and I had my own little radio show on the university channel and then I've gone on to do some radio work as well so people always like you should have a pod but I was in a particular job I was working for um the metro um for quite a while and um basically the contract meant I couldn't do a podcast so I left that job and I I started a podcast essentially the minute I went freelance I started a podcast and I launched it up that's great. Okay. So that's interesting because, you know, a lot of people when they go freelance, they think, right, oh God, I really need to focus on on my freelance work. Mm. But I guess you sort of saw the podcast as a, an, an accompaniment to that in a yeah, way you know, and another way of sort of using your talents and yeah, your skills. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'd still, at the, the week after I went freelance, I had another job, which essentially doing the same thing, but the contract setting was different and it, it meant that I could do more presenting and just, you know, spice things up a bit in my life. Yeah. 
Cool. Good. Um, so you mentioned guests. Do mm-hmm. you have a wide variety? What, what, what kind of people do you, do you tend yeah. to have? So, yeah, it's definitely a wide variety. So um, one of my earliest guests was a Love Islander and um, her, um, her name is Jordan. And it was still while Love Island was going on. So my podcast has been around for a year and Love okay. Island was still going on and it was still taking the, it was when people really cared about Love Island. So I'm glad I got it in then. Um, and that mm-hmm. episode, that was my second episode and that episode went viral and ended up all over the news and I was like okay I definitely need to do a third episode (laughs) (laughs) and ironically my first episode ended up in um all over news in um Nigeria and other African countries and I was like this is weird like I've never been to South Africa so that was my first episode then second episode and I was like okay I definitely have to get a good variety of guests so I've I've had a mental health practitioner on I've had people who've bought home because I know a lot of my listeners, I listen to what they want and they're like, how do I buy a house? And I'm like, well, I haven't done that. So I would like to learn as well. So I'm going to get in people like property influencers that they exist and, you know, get them to come on board. And we'll talk about that from a down to earth perspective. And I think because I've never bought a house and then having someone who has come on and I'm literally asking for my own sake and then having people listen into that conversation has definitely really helped people on the road to buying a house. And I love when people tell me, oh, I bought house now I'm like oh wow before me but it's mm-hmm. so it's such a pleasure <laughs> to hear that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's really cool I think because I, I guess on a lot of I guess, well maybe more traditional media platforms such as radio and things a lot of the interviews are people who are coming in to promote stuff or mm. perhaps people that the interview uh didn't really necessarily know or isn't maybe not that fussed about speaking to mm-hmm. but if you're you're approaching it from you know the side of your curiosities to start off with mm-hmm. then of course you're going to be so much more engaged when you're having those conversations and that I'm sure comes across so mm-hmm. yeah that's a, a nice way of doing it um so if People are listening now and they're thinking, yep, this sounds uh, up my street. Is there a good place to start, would you say, right at the beginning or pick out a specific episode? What do you think? I mean, I mean, it sounds like if you were big in South Africa in the first episode, you went viral (laughs) in the second one, they sound like a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think first and second, I would say when you listen to the first episode, I wasn't in my home, like the studio I use now. So like, be like, Mm -hmm. don't judge me on the sound quality. Um, But for my second (laughs) episode, I'm still using that same studio, which is Brent Studio, a lot of like if you listen to a lot of black UK podcasters we all kind of use Brent Studio which is great quality so please don't judge me on the the quality of the first episode and I would also say a lot of people and I was really surprised by this but um, I think it's trying to remember what episode it is episode 45 um, is a solo episode where I actually didn't want to record that episode it was after the death of George Floyd and I was Mm -hmm. like what can I talk about I I just don't really want to address this because I'm always talking about you know police brutality and black trauma in my everyday life but I just went ahead and recorded an episode kind of without rehearsing well I don't rehearse anyway but like without thinking about what I was going to say and I just published it and that's what been one of my best performing episodes um, especially because I got many different uh, I tapped into a different demographic of people who'd never ever talked about things like Black Lives Matter before so I'd say you can start with that episode as well and the episode where I talked about surviving coronavirus um as well because I I was quite sick while I recorded that (laughs) so um, I put a lot of a lot of um, labor into that amazing 
that's the, I mean, they both sound like great episodes to check out. I think, I think podcasting has been amazing over the last few months for a lot of the hugely traumatic things that have been going mm. on, of course. And obviously with Black Lives Matter, obviously there was a lot of stuff on TV and there's been some, some special programs that have been made, but there's been so many great podcasts. And yeah. I think, uh, and a lot of the ones that I've en- enjoyed have been along those lines, how you mentioned people going into it without any specific bullet points mm-hmm. or things that they, plan on touching upon but just speaking from the heart and getting out those frustrations and rightly so and uh yeah cool sounds like a great a great episode to go and have a a listen to shame that you had to record it of course yeah um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) looking forward to to checking that one out so moving forward i I take it the plans just to carry on are things i mean are you going to start looking at face-to-face interviews again or is it a bit too soon yeah, or how are you so feeling? I, I've gone back to face-to-face interviews so I've pre-recorded cool. a few because I just didn't want to be going back and forth into the studio um so yeah I've gone back to the studio the last two episodes that I've recorded have been so and I oh my gosh I prefer it so much because I'm a solo yeah. I a lot of people I know with podcasters have like two or three people on um but I do everything by myself absolutely everything from editing to producing to to sourcing out guests so it was just so good to like have a face-to-face conversation it's so it can I'm used to it now and we're obviously doing it now Mm -hmm. but it can be a little bit awkward doing it virtually because it's like I can't I can't gauge a reaction and I do I do work on that a lot like you know not sound creepy but looking my guests in the eye (laughs) you know like it does, it does help you know so yeah it does. Yes. Yeah. The listeners, I, I guess the listeners probably won't even tell. They'll just assume we're in the same room because yeah. of the, you know, the, the way the chat's going, but yeah. we are not, and we don't have, have any video, but yeah, that was weird for a long time for me as well. Yeah. Um, but you kind of get into the groove a bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, totally agree. Much nicer when you get to do things face to face. Yeah. So. 100%. Good. I'm glad you can do that now. Okay, cool. Well, um, thank you so much, Toby, for coming on. And uh, hopefully loads more people will now go and check out Yellow Cup Podcast. Yay. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Toby. That was a lovely chat. Uh, Toby was on the podcast a few weeks ago giving us a recommendation. She'll be back in a couple of weeks again with another recommendation too. Uh, Should we have a break? I think we need to. Let's do it. Okay, we're back from the break, and that means it's recommendation time. First up, we have a recording from the early days of lockdown, I believe. So this is this is a good couple of months ago now when Scribius Pip spoke to Greg Jenner from You're Dead to Me. Uh, he gave us quite a few recommendations, and we've had we've had a number of them on the show already. This one just sort of slipped through the cracks, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I found it the other day and I thought, God, what are we doing? We need to get this out immediately. So here it is, Greg Jenner from You're Dead to Me recommending one of his favourite podcasts. I'm here today with Greg Jenner, the host of the You're Dead to Me podcast, one of the people behind Horrible Histories, the author of Dead Famous and Unexpected History of Celebrity. I mean, I could just spend this whole a section listing your achievements but we're here to hear about a podcast that you adore so what would you like to recommend for us greg thanks i would like to recommend the comedian's comedian podcast it's 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 our most recommended podcast i think rightfully so tell me tell me why i mean i feel it's the podcaster's podcast as well Mm. as the comedian's comedian podcast so so what do you love about it what i love about it is that Stu goldsmith is a fascinating guy, really funny, really clever, very thoughtful, but he's also really honest and open and 
put a lot of himself out there sometimes. And I think when you listen to the really early episodes, you know, he, you know, he's a comedian, he's a stand up, but he wasn't necessarily where he wanted to be with his career. And he was looking to get better, looking to improve, looking to learn, looking to develop his skills and, you know, acquire new knowledge by talking to people who've been doing it a while. But what's so good is that he sits down with comedians, stand up comedians and gets them to explain their story, their process, but also what went wrong, are they happy where, with where they are in their career right now? You know, what's their process in dealing with rejection, failure, stuff not turning out as you'd like or, you know, jokes bombing and you go, oh, why was that? Stu is pretty open and honest about his you know, mental health sometimes. He talks about, you know, family life and life on the road. It's a really wonderfully warm show and he's a fantastic host. He's a really great guy and it's very nice spending time with him. But it's also so interesting to hear some of the finest comedy minds in you know the UK, and actually he gets a lot of American um, guests on too now, talking about how they work, how they think. You know, it's a show about creativity. You know, it's not it's not just about comedy. It's about what is it to be someone who wakes up in the morning and says, "Right, I'm going to create something new," and that the job of that is to try and make someone laugh and think and surprise them and subvert what they're expecting. And what happens when it doesn't work? And you go, ah, oh, okay, All right, I need to I need to try that again or retool it. Or maybe the audience wasn't right. Or maybe I wasn't right. Or maybe, you know, so all these sort of second guessings come in. And I know loads of comedians. I, I'm friends with lots of comedians. I play football with comedians. I work with comedians. They are a fascinating bunch, you know, right. as a species. Yeah. They are different to most ordinary humans. And hearing them explain their processes and talking through what they do, how it works, the pleasure they get from it. It's brilliant radio, it's brilliant podcast, it's brilliant audio, and it's instructive too. It, it you know, it's it's helped me sometimes think about my own challenges. Yeah, I, I love that, and uh, and what I think is great about it is exactly as you said, the kind of picking apart the process. Um, I think, as weird as it sounds, I think comedians are some of the most underrated people in in entertainment purely because we've all been to school with someone or worked with someone who's funny. Mm. Therefore, we just think, oh, they're just f- funny, like that mm. person's tall and that person's short. They're yeah. funny. But there's a world of difference between being professionally funny and, and putting together a set and, a, and, and a, a show and all sorts of different things. And that's what Stuart digs into so well with genuine curiosity. It's his excitement mm. and his his wonder at everyone else's different process that that kind of dr- dr- drives the whole podcast along, I guess. Mm, I think that's absolutely true. And he's such a generous host. Yeah. He does he does so much work and research. You know, yeah. he's seen everyone's shows. He's got favourite bits of theirs, favourite gags of theirs. You know, he's seen them three or four times usually, you know, even if they're not necessarily kind of comedian, you might see regularly, you know. And he just is so good at saying... I love your stuff and here's how it made me feel. How did you create that? Yeah. And it's, um, it, it's delightful. He's, and you're he, right actually about the, about the way they, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with comedians and I suppose in the early days when I first started hanging out with them, I was a bit surprised that some of them weren't funny yeah. all the time. Cause yeah. you imagine it's like <laughs> yeah. more for the week, you know, like there were just zingers and banter and whatever. And a lot of them are just interesting people who, who read the news and who chat about the weather and, it's not constant gags. Some of them are funny. I mean, some of them are just, you know, constantly doing gags and you can yeah. be like, okay, yeah, you're, you're kind of wired that way. But a lot of the best people, 
lot of the finest stand-ups who are making the most brilliant one-hour shows, you know, Edinburgh nominated, getting on Netflix. They're not necessarily a laugh a minute to hang out with. They're no. nice guys. They're nice women. They are pleasant. But that's not what they do on a day-to-day basis. What they do is craft. And when they get on stage, that's when they absolutely knock your socks off. But- and that's exactly it. It's having that boundary. You get them on stage and you're there. I also feel you put them in a group message mm. <laughs> and comedians come to absolute uh, oh, yeah. uh, 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 life. It's, it's bizarre. It's completely right. Because, again, you can you can spend a whole day with several comedians and there won't be many gags. But as soon as you're on the way home, a group message is having that slight boundary of the performance moment rather than here I am as a human. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. So is there – or first of all, how did you find out about Comedians Comedian Podcast? How did it get on your radar? That one, I think, was recommended to me. I think um, uh, that one was, I think, one of those ones where someone shared it on Twitter and went, hey, this is a great episode, enjoyed it. And I don't remember actually what episode it was that first got me onto it. It wasn't a particularly well-known comedian guest. You know, I don't think it was like, you know, I was like, oh, wow, Jimmy Carr or whatever. It was, I think it was just someone said, this is a good episode, I enjoyed it. And I gave it a try and just immediately was like, yeah, this, this is a really interesting show. And I didn't know Stu's work at the time particularly i had not seen him live yet and what's so nice now is that i've had Stu on my podcast and uh, the blackbeard episode uh, yes. of you're dead to me which is one of my absolute favorite episodes he was so funny so and, it's one of my favorites because of the guest and because of the topic just so many yeah. amazing and stupidly just as someone who's got a beard so many weird things and weird <laughs> myths and bits confirmed of what blackbeard got up to it was yeah perfect yeah yeah you would play blackbeard in the film pip we'd get <laughs> yeah, you in i'm sure perfect. um but but i think the the joy for me actually was that having spent several years listening to Stu, listening to his his insights and and also then going to see him live and, and understanding that actually he's a really gifted stand-up comedian he's getting better every year but then get him on my podcast and then to see how fast he is, how quick yeah. his brain works, how he was able to find all sorts of jokes off the cuff. I was like, wow, okay, you are genuinely talented and a lovely guy as well. And it just, it was really, really nice that you have been kind of watching him from afar, listening to him from afar, you know, that intimacy of podcast where you've got yeah. people in your ears, you know, sometimes when you're walking or you're doing the washing up or at nighttime when you're thinking about going to bed. Uh, it was really, really nice to actually know something about his story and to yeah. see where he's now he's got to. He's, you know, he's now doing really great stuff. And he was on Conan O'Brien recently and he yeah. absolutely killed it. You know, and, incredible. And to see that side of him as well, because another thing, as as you touched upon, of the reason he's a great host is he's an incredibly sharp, incredibly quick, incredibly witty comedian. He doesn't particularly use that on Comedian's Comedian. He gives space for his guests mm. to be hilarious. So it will regularly mm. be hilarious, but it's rarely him going, oh, here's the funny idea I've had. He will generally sit back and, and lead things. If anything, he will offer up his his, his vulnerabilities to, mm. to, 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 to make the, the guest feel comfortable doing the same if they wish to. But yeah. You know, probably 10% of the shows have, have probably got some pretty profound moments of people talking about proper low points and mental yeah. health problems and and you know dark days of the soul so yeah it's, it feels like a safe space where people get to kind of know that they can talk to him openly and that really makes it fantastic pod yeah i love that so is there a specific episode you'd recommend for anyone who's coming in for the first time 
it's going to be one of those. I mean, he's done so many now. Um, yeah. So this, it's going to be one of those where I think you probably you want to find maybe a comedian you love. That's because there are so many great episodes. But I think for me, the pleasure was in hearing people that I really want to know. How do they think? How do they work? How are they coming up with that stuff? And then to hear them explain it, that for me felt really interesting and insightful. So I would probably have a little look through his this list of, of people and go, yeah, that person, I'm a big fan. I'm going to start there. But if you want to just have a little dabble, I enjoyed the Dara O'Brien episode. Uh, yeah. That was really interesting. He's done some fascinating one. I mean, the one with Jimmy Carr was really interesting. Yeah. Because Jimmy Carr is, I mean, he's extraordinary in his achievements and he's a machine in terms of gag writing. But his approach to comedy is very professional and yeah. really really interesting and you know and, and he's done stuff that you wouldn't necessarily expect and but he's also an enormous comedy nerd like he's obsessed with comedy he loves comedy yeah. and you don't necessarily get that vibe when you watch him on the telly but but jimmy carr is actually a really supportive guy for up-and-coming comedians he likes to go and see new people working their stuff out and not quite getting it right and he's not everyone loves him i know he's he's a slightly controversial figure but he's obviously a brilliant comedian he's yeah. extraordinary in what he can do that episode was really intriguing you know yeah. I, I went in kind of going oh yeah jimmy carl give it a listen i came out going huh okay didn't see yeah. that coming yeah well that's perfect thank you very much pleasure thank you so much greg so last up for this week our final guest is maddie moat uh, some of you will know Maddie from CBBS, uh, but she also has uh, a wonderful podcast called Maddie's Sound Explorers, which is a fantastic show uh, for children, but also very educational for adults as well. And uh, Maddie is here to recommend a podcast for us. Right, I am joined today by Maddie Moat from Maddie's Sound Explorers. Hello, Maddie. Hello. How are you today? I'm all right, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And uh, I'm excited to hear about a podcast that you would like to recommend to our listeners. Are you a big podcast listener? I am. I listen to podcasts every single day. When I'm cooking, I say so every evening I'll be listening to something and also when I'm out and about running as well. It feels odd now to go on a run and not be listening to something. So yeah, at least twice a day I'm, I've got podcasts on for sure. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Running without really? anything. If you forget your headphones and just don't bother running, basically. Oh, if, if the headphones aren't charged up. Oh, yes, no, I'm problem. waiting. <laughs> I'll run in the evening instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and before we get to your sort of specific first recommendation, do you listen to a wide range? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing people who are aware of you would, would guess that you'll be listening to very educational podcasts about science or you know, all sorts of things like that. Is that true? They wouldn't be wrong. No, I do. I, 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 the very first podcast I got into were the classics of like Radio Labs, 99% Invisible. So yes. very much Excellent. science. Those, those were like, that was my, yeah, they were the first podcast I listened to really. Mm -hmm. um, and that has absolutely sort of inspired the sort of podcast I listen to now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I do lean towards science podcasts or, but, but I guess more sort of like broadly podcasts that focus around interesting stories about people or events that have happened throughout yeah. history or are happening right now. But I have quite a niche taste in podcasts as well, because sort of like my, my ner I have a nerdy obsession with theme parks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is an extraordinary amount of 
podcasts that are made specifically about Disney theme parks all over the world. Um, really? So there are a okay. few. Oh, oh yeah. So there are a few that I listen to very regularly to sort of like get my my theme park fix. I just loved themed entertainment, the idea of creating immersive worlds that people can step into and learn from or just have a great time in. So yeah, wow. themed entertainment podcast is niche. That so- is niche. That's very niche. And as you'd imagine, uh, we've been working on Pod Bible for coming up to two years, and I've been uh, my ears have been opened to so many podcasts that I'd never even imagined existed. Uh, hadn't heard about those. I had no idea well, that was a thing. Okay, well, I'm going to give a shout out then to someone called the Sorcerer's Lounge, which is brand new, and it's a, an ex Imagineer, so someone who actually used to right. work for Disney World creating rides, um, and someone who is a specialist in themed entertainment, and they just talk about the various lands and how they were designed and the thought process behind it. So cool. There you go. Okay, right. Bonus bonus recommendation. Yeah, like that. I'll add that to the list. Um, So let's go then to your actual recommendation for this this section. Which podcast would you like to talk about? So I'm going to start with something called Great Big Story. I actually knew about Great Big Story from YouTube. It's a YouTube channel where you get sort of like really short, uh, bite-sized videos um, that are about, unsurprisingly, stories from our great big world. And... I guess the stories are sort of focused around sort of like curiosity driven questions, but they are cool stories that you wouldn't necessarily hear in the news. You wouldn't read about them unless you were looking for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just fascinating, interesting stories about people and the things people do. And they've turned it into a podcast recently. Uh, I think some of them sort of like their stories have covered before in videos, but they're sort of expanded on them. But I love them. I just think the stories they find are really good. Okay. Really good ones. And is it just a huge range of stories or do they ever sort of focus on particular areas for a few episodes or is it just always different? I mean, it's pretty broad. Like one I listened to recently was about um, something called Cryptos, which is this actually was it yeah so there's there's a sculpture outside CIA building in the mm-hmm. states and that sculpture um has a, a secret message it has a code built into it and there are teams of people who love breaking codes who cannot break this it's known as the unbreakable code so right. And it's the story of those people, the code breakers who are desperately trying to solve cryptos. So that's one of them. But then the next episode might be about a couple who decided to make their own floating home in Canada. So it's very broad. Yeah, excellent. And and how how long are they? Are they relatively short? About 20 episodes? minutes, I think. Okay. Cool. 20 minutes or so. So very listen, very digestible. Yeah, that's perfect. Especially if you're going out for a shorter run. Which I often am. <laughs> yes, yeah, me too. <laughs> Cool. Okay. And yeah. I mean, you've mentioned a couple of episodes there, but are, are there any mm-hmm. a, any others that sort of spring to mind when you think of, of, of great ones that you could recommend? Great, sorry. Well, it's still a fairly new podcast. So right now there's probably okay. only sort of like six or seven, but definitely Cryptos, The Uncrackable Code. And I mentioned the Homemade Island episode. There's also a lovely one called Mrs. Comet, which is about a woman and her husband who to this day is still the only person to be buried on the moon. So that's a good one as well. Wow. That yeah, does see? Sound good. Yeah, I am Very intrigued. Broad. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I, it's a big problem with this podcast, as you can imagine. You're just constantly getting really great recommendations. And when they're, you know, it, obviously you listen to this podcast and you enjoy this podcast. So your mm. recommendation is genuine and you sound passionate about it. And now I want to go and listen to it. But my list of podcasts to listen to is so big. Oh, I, I need I to go on longer is. runs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe after this, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Cool. 
That's it for this week's episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. Uh, before I go, of course, it'd be silly if I didn't remind you about our wonderful series, How to Make a Podcast. If you go to Himalaya.com forward slash pod, uh, you can check out the trailer in the first episode. And then you can use the promo code POD, P-O-D, to get yourself a 14-day trial, which will enable you to listen to all the other available episodes as well. Uh, our social media is at PodBible. If you want to see uh, more updates from us, we have a website, podbiblemag.com, which is full of loads of extra podcast content. You can email us, info at podbiblemag.com, and you can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, it comes out every Wednesday, so the best way to do that is to go on our website again, and you'll see a little box on the right-hand side where you can enter your email address and receive extra content from us every single week. All right, that is it for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for bearing with me with my stuffed up nose. Hopefully it wasn't too horrendous to listen to. Um, But if it sounds okay and you didn't even notice, the chances are that's down to the wonderful production work and editing work and magical work that is done each week on this podcast by our producer, Buddy Peace. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you soon.